coming up. So I always hoped maybe she changed her name and went somewhere and was just afraid of him. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. As Kim Bossy looks through a family photo album filled with pictures of her daughter, Kristen Ray Dunlap Bossy. She was a hoot. She was always a hoot. Um, you could expect the unexpected from her. She reflects on memories they shared together. She didn't play by rules. She and her other two kids, Crystal Furman and Daniel Bossy, call Kristen a jokester, kind-hearted and loving, and who in her later years was also a rebel. But she was a really good person, yeah. Um, good to her friends, good to her family. Kim Bossy hasn't seen her daughter, Kristen Ray Dunlap Bossy, for 27 years, ever since the 17-year-old left a note for her family saying she needed to get away, but would come back in a year. You know, when she'd take off before, she'd always call me to let me know she was okay. I mean, bless her heart. <laughs> you know, sometimes it didn't work out to her advantage because I'd go get her. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I never heard from her again. A family continues to search for answers 27 years after their daughter disappeared. And they're hoping they may get a few after what happened in the town of Murphy this week. Dunlap Bossy's case has been back in the news this month after police in Idaho, while attempting to serve a civil protection order, shot and killed a 54-year-old man named Corey Castro. It was a name that sounded familiar to the family of that missing 17-year-old girl from Boise. And yes, investigators say there's a connection. Tristan Lewis, reporter with KTVB in Boise, Idaho. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be part of this today. So you've been looking back at a case from 1994, the disappearance of a 17-year-old named Kristen Ray dunlap Bossy. I know you've spoken with some of her family members. What do they remember about her all these years later? What kinds of memories stand out to them? The family members just really remember Kristen for the good memories they had. They tell me that she was a jokester. She loved to just do wild and spontaneous things. There was one memory they said they went to a, a parade of homes type of event and they said uh, no bouncing on the beds and Kristen, uh, just typical Kristen, would go bouncing on those beds. And uh, her sister really remembers her laughter. Um, they said sometimes she would get in a little bit of trouble or uh, she would leave home. But for the most part, they just really remember her for the good memories they had. It was on October 14th of 1994 then that Kristen's mother, Kim Bossy, came home from work to find a note. Take us through what exactly happened that day. Yeah, so just for reference, um, Kristen had been known to leave home before. This wasn't unusual for Kristen, but every single time that she left home, she would always get in contact with her mother that day. She would always tell her mother where she is just to know she's safe. Her mom said, in retrospect, it probably wasn't smart on her end because her mom would always find her, but this time was a little different because she left the home her home and said she needed to go find herself and she would return in a year. That was the last time her family had heard from her since. Now it's been 27 years later. Her mom had no clue where she went. Her sister had no clue where she went. Her brother had no clue where she went. Um, a couple of days later, her mom reported her daughter as a missing runaway. Um, police were looking into it. There had been some reports that Kristen had met up with friends, but 
A couple of those friends reported to the police, but still no contact with her family, uh, her mom, Kim Bossy. Uh, Kristen, also the day before she left home, um, she was seeing a man that was 10 years older than her and was also married. Mom didn't approve of it. And this man, his name is Corey Castro. His parole officer also didn't approve of it either. The day before, they all met up together. Mom, Kim Bossi, the parole officer of Corey Castro, Kristen and Corey Castro, they all met up to discuss what's going on. Um, Kim, Kristen's mom, says that Corey told his daughter that he was leaving his wife for Kristen. Now, when they met up, Corey's parole officer wanted Corey to tell Kristen straight up, have you left your wife? He said no. Kristen starts crying. Basically, they all come to a conclusion that Kristen and Corey can no longer see each other. Now, fast forward to the next day. That's when Kristen left. Um, no idea if Kristen was still with Corey Castro when she left, but then a couple reports later saying that he's in the resort town with Kristen where she's working. They're still hanging out. And that's kind of the last kind of information Kim Bossy has about her daughter. Come to find out, she was hanging out with her girlfriends, but Corey was still seeing her. And uh, last I know is um, she was trying to get away from him. So October 14th of 1994 was the last day Kristen's family heard from her, but not the last day anyone heard from her or saw her. That's correct. A couple of friends reported to the police that they had seen her, that had contact with her, but that was only a couple months after she left. Since then, nobody's heard from Kristen whatsoever. At the time, authorities listed her as a runaway. At what point does that change? At what point do investigators start to look at this and think that she might not be missing of her own free will anymore? Investigators really haven't disclosed too much information in this case. Uh, I think it was in 1998 that they finally changed her status from runaway to a missing persons. Um, they still continue to do some searches, but also towards the end of that year, they no longer had it as an active investigation, no longer as an active search. And it kind of just became cold at that point in 1998. Have police, you mentioned that they haven't shared a ton of information, but have they ever identified any suspects in this case? They have never uh, publicly identified any persons of interest or any suspects in the case to where she might be. They Right now, she's just missing as uh, listed as a missing person. Uh, no idea if there are suspects. There are no ideas if there are any search warrants in this case either. I do. I definitely think he's somehow involved in it. You've reported that Kristen's family believes that Corey Castro might have had something to do with her disappearance. What exactly have they had to say about that over the years? Like I said, uh, Kim Bossy never really approved of Corey Castro and her daughter Kristen's relationship. Uh, she says that it was kind of an abusive relationship. She would remember seeing her daughter come home with bruises, black eyes. And he was abusive. Uh, she had bruises, black eyes, and Kristen wouldn't say who. She would ask her where they're from, but she would never say who exactly gave her those black eyes and bruises. But Kim always had a suspicion it was Corey, hence why she forbid her daughter from seeing him. Um, even years later, uh, Kim kept pushing for police to continue opening up the investigation. That's when 2011 came around. Um, they reopened the investigation, did some more um interviews with 
people's of interest. But like I said, uh, nobody, no names have been released in that. But one of our media partners with the Idaho Press, uh, they were able to chat with Corey Castro, and he told them that he did do an, uh, an interview with some investigators and even passed a polygraph test when they were investigating him in 2011. And now there's been some recent news about Corey Castro. Take us through what happened earlier this month. So earlier this month in January, uh, the Oahe County Sheriff's Office in Idaho uh, issued a civil protection order. They were serving a civil protection order against Corey Castro um, when he charged at deputies and deputies reportedly told him to drop the weapon, but he refused. And the Canyon County Sheriff's Office, who are the lead investigator on this case, say that both deputies fired their weapons at Castro and he they shot and killed him. Um, so with the news with Corey Castro just coming back around, uh, Kristen's family wanted her, just the world to kind of get her case back out there. They wanted anybody with any information since his name's around there to come forward if they know anything. And if there is a chance that their daughter and their sister are still alive, they want her to come home. Uh, they think that maybe she might have run away from Corey. And if she's trying to hide and she's worried about her life, they want her to know it's safe to finally come home. So I always hoped maybe she changed her name and went somewhere and was just afraid of him. And to be clear, the civil protection order that police were out there to serve was was completely separate from this case, right? Yeah, that's that's right. It's, uh, it was against his current wife. In light of this case being back in the news, how are the the family members feeling about the investigation? Are they hopeful that they might finally get some answers soon? They tell me that they're not getting a whole lot of communication back with Boise Police, who are the lead investigator in their daughter's um, disappearance and the search for their daughter. Um, they're hopeful that just by spreading her name, spreading her story, that anybody that might have seen her their daughter, their sister, might have any information to where her last whereabouts are, will, will come forward. Um, and if their sister and their daughter, if Kristen is still alive, that she might finally come home because she knows that she's safe away from Corey Castro. And as I understand it, the family is offering a reward? Yeah, they are offering a $20,000 reward to anybody with any information to where Kristen's body may be. We don't have her body. And I need her body. We need to be able to give her a proper funeral if she is dead. They're also going to be holding a vigil on January 24th, which is also Kristen's birthday, just to celebrate her life. And again, just remember their sister, their lap, their... Your humor is their jokester sister. You'll have to keep us posted if there are any more developments. Tristan Lewis with KTVB, thanks for sharing this story. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Daily Crime. We're right here with a new one every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So if you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening right now. If you're looking for more podcasts, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows that includes our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond.